yeah, bud. Welcome to it. It is the Three Beer Pod. Oh, mother of Lord. Hey, Timber. What's going on, buddy? Welcome hey, to buddy. the Three Beer Prime Pod. Primetime special tonight. Yeah, this is, we, this is we usually do Tuesday nights. This is like when your parents used to let you stay up late on a Sunday. So that's what we're doing here tonight. So, well, our guest is here, Tim. So let's, before we get to our guest... Um, let's thank our sponsors off the top. Of course, we want to say thanks to Shada over at the Health House, keeping us healthy all year round. And our buddy Chris McLeod, that's you, crushing home sales here in the Chatham-Kent region. So if you're looking for a home, want to sell your home, give Chris a call. 36 hey. beers if you sell oh. a house this week with Chris McLeod. <clears throat> Fantastic. And- and our newest sponsor, Tim, just added last week because they laid claim yes. to one of our YouTube videos, the Pakistan Super League, who yes. uh, we're trying to figure out how they laid claim or how they were even able to lay claim to one of our videos on YouTube. So welcome to the Pakistan Super League. Uh, Timmer, it is a Sunday night, but we always start off with, what you drinking, bud? So uh, we got a couple beers we want to highlight here tonight. I'm not going to lie. I will not be drinking three beers. I don't uh, usually drink on Sunday, but uh, let me start off, Tim, because I do have three. Okay. okay. I think you just mooted yourself there, buddy. Yeah, there we go. So we'll yeah. start with something here from Collective Arts in Hamilton. Jam up the mash. This is what I'm drinking right now. You can see that right there. Got that on the go from our friends down in Kingsville, owned by our friend Marty Turco, guest from season one. I got nice. myself a uh, Czech style lager here from Kingsville Brewery. They're one of our best guests. Not one of our best guests. One of our favorite guests that we've had on. Um, and... Uh, Timmer from Sawdust City Brewing. I've had this before. I love this. Oh, what's that? This is a uh, Electric Storm Sour IPA. Never had it. That is delicious. I would Sounds save it delicious. for you. Maybe if uh, if you're back here later this week. Timmer, what you drinking, bud, tonight? Uh, I had some beers that I just forgot that I had. Uh, forgot about this one. Had one last week. It's delicious. This is uh, Anderson Craft Ale out of London. Uh, this is the Hazy Session IPA. I'm going to start with that one. Uh, really good one here from Dominion City. This is the Provincial uh, IPA, and this yep. one has the Nugget Hops. There's one that has Cascade and Chinook. I drank all those. Those are gone. And then uh, friend of the show, Kate, brought these home for yep. us from uh, from Alora. So this is the Alora Borealis Pale Ale, another easy drinking Sunday night beer, which is again not something I do often, but this is worth it tonight for tonight's show. Yeah, we got a special guest tonight, and we're excited to have this guy on here. We uh, let's pull us all back in here. We uh, we usually, as always, meet on a Tuesday night, and we usually say, "Hey, coming up, surprise!" But we didn't have a chance to do that because this kind of came together very last minute. We'd like to welcome to the broadcast. Looks like he's in the studio right now. Let's pull in. This is. Jay Onright from TSN. Hey guys. How's hey Jay, going? what's going on, buddy? How hey, are you? Thank you much. How are you guys doing? Very doing good. Great. Very good. This is awesome to have you on. I really do appreciate you pulling this together. So you're working tonight after the Sunday night game. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, we're on it right after the Sunday night game. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Jay Onright from TSN, our guest here tonight on the uh, Three Beer Pod. This is season number three, Jay. This is 25th episode for us. So this is a big landmark. So Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. You've been doing your podcast for years now. Do you enjoy doing that podcast? Is that is that fun? It's great. It's been a lot of fun. We just celebrated our tenth anniversary. I think we were saying the other night. I think we were the first podcast. I think we were the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it. I'm yeah. buying what you're selling. 
Yeah, we love doing it. We were we were fortunate enough to do um, a series of live podcasts uh, when you could still do live shows uh, last fall. And uh, we were hoping to do Atlantic Canada this year. But of course, uh, circumstances made that impossible. But hopefully we can get out on the road uh, sometime soon. Well, Canada certainly recognizes your face from uh, from TSN hosting the Olympics and uh, and many other uh, career accolades that you've uh, you've been a part of. Seven, am I right? It was seventeen years ago you started on TSN, or how long ago was that that you were started on TSN? Uh, good question. No, I think it was even longer. I think it was two thousand and two, so eighteen years. Yeah, crazy. Okay. Yeah, very nice. And then you went off to, and, and obviously that wasn't where you started, but that's that's where Canada got to know you. But then you head off to Los Angeles, and that that had to be like the once in a lifetime opportunity. It was uh, it landed on your lap, and and man, oh man, that must have been exciting times for you. It was good, yeah. It was it was uh, it was a fun job, uh, great company to work for. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. When. Uh... You seem to get out of the uh, United States at the right time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, is there anything you miss about being in L.A.? What, what do you weather. miss the most about being out there? Uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Just the weather. I mean, other than that, and friends. We made lots of great friends down there. Um, great, you know, great experience in terms of who we worked with. The, the company was, wasn't really the right fit uh, right from the beginning. But, yeah, it was great. I mean, no complaints, really. Um but yeah, I definitely miss the weather, especially January to April. Uh, that's when <laughs> yeah. I really miss it. Yeah. <laughs> when you announced that you were leaving, I still remember. Um, was it Stephen Harper? Was he the prime minister at the time yes. when he tweeted out? There was a lot of backlash, and I remember just scrolling through Twitter, going, "Holy shit! People are mad that you guys are leaving Canada." Did Did you know you had that kind of following prior to, or was that like, "Oh wow, we we really were a big deal around here"? Um. Well, it's, that's a hard one to answer <laughs> um, without sounding like a total ego, egomaniac. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was very overwhelming and very much appreciated. Um, I don't think TSN realized we had that much of a following. Um, so, yeah, no, it was just it was very it was very appreciated. Certainly, we, we really did appreciate it. Yeah, that was I, I still remember just the hate. And it's Twitter, right? So it's always hate anyway, but just those jackasses get them out of here anyway. And but then they were the same ones that were really excited when you announced you were uh, you were coming back. Um when when you were let go in Los Angeles, how long did it take for TSN to call you? Well, actually we weren't let go. We uh we we the had contract yeah. TSN before uh before our show was canceled and uh I I characterize it as a bit more of a mutual decision because Fox knew that we already had jobs at TSN. So there was no reason to keep the show going. So yeah, it was, um, you know, TSN kind of started talking to us uh, about three years in, we, we signed a four year deal down there and they started talking to us about three years in and, and saying that they were interested in having us back. And I think at that point we realized, you know, that it was not a great fit down there and, and it would be nice to be able to come back to somewhere we were familiar with. So uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty easy decision for us. When, when you guys came back, uh, your format kind of changed from where you were when you, when you left, uh, how much did you guys have to say in that format kind of changing to where it is now on your show? Well, it was our decision because we didn't want to come back and do the same exact same thing. But at the same time, we wanted to be on at the same time. We still wanted to loop in the morning. 
we still wanted to do highlights, but by the end of our time at Fox, we were doing no highlights at all. They weren't into highlights at all. And we were doing essentially a chat show. So uh, we had found we enjoyed it. We enjoyed interviewing right. athletes and we enjoyed, you know, doing bits and stuff. So what we wanted to try to do when we came back was do a bit of a hybrid. And that's exactly what we ended up doing. And that's why we have the two sets and everything. And so it's worked out really, really well. When, when people watch your show, it, it looks like it's fun. It's off the cuff and it's just, you know, it just happens. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes. So on a show like like tonight, how much is written? Obviously, the highlight packages are going to be take care of themselves. But how much that comedy, that stuff in between, how much of that stuff is, is planned in advance? It's hard to say. I mean, we plan everything in advance, uh, but we ad lib a lot of things on the spot. So um it's hard to put a percentage on it we one thing that's changed is we now have an actual writer we never had a writer before we have a, an actual comedy writer and he does a lot of the bits the sort of pre-prepared bits uh but everything where dan and i are on camera in any capacity we're writing all that stuff ahead of time and then sort of ad-libbing beyond that and it's the same with the highlight packages they've always been given us you know a skeleton script that is perfectly readable and lots of our anchors just do it word for word and that's totally good uh we've always just sort of veered off of it a little bit uh, <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of planning and a lot of people behind the show there's no question about that how many times are you walking down the street or you run into somebody and they say hey where's dan where's dan like they always just expect you guys to be side by side I don't get a lot of that. I do get a lot of, hey, TSN. And I'm always like, <laughs> or actually, I often get, hey, Sportsnet. I'm like, God, at least get the network. <laughs> so, yeah, it's usually that. Not not so much, hey, Dan, where's Dan anymore? Because we talk about the fact that Dan lives out in the country and I live in the downtown. And I think people are, are aware that we're not Ernie and Bert. <laughs> Well, my girlfriend said, you're doing a show on Sunday. And I said, yeah, we've got Jay on right. And she's like, and I said, Jay and Dan. She's like, oh, like that's that's the only way she could she could figure it out. She so had how no clue. You don't have to yeah. sugarcoat it. It's <laughs> like when we went into this business, we it was funny because, you know, in my mind, I was like, this is going to be a great way to meet girls. And what I found is that it's a great way to get high fives from dudes while their girlfriends <laughs> stare blankly. <laughs> so we, we, we laugh about Jay and Dan, but you guys, wh when did you guys meet and when did you guys know that you could do a show together and you guys, you could take that because, you know, Tim and I, we've known each other for a long time. I didn't want to do a podcast with him until probably July this year when we really started getting <laughs> serious about it. But like, when did you know there was something there? And you're like, I can work with this guy and I, you have to be able to trust him because your success is based on his success, right? Yeah, I mean, I had worked with enough anchors to know when you have chemistry and when you don't have chemistry. And when you don't have chemistry with an anchor and you're working on television, it's really the worst thing in the world. Because if you don't have chemistry with a coworker in, in any normal capacity, it's fine. You can just still work with that person. But when you don't have chemistry with someone you're hearing on television with, it's uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for the viewer. So when you do have that chemistry, it's it's something that you learn to appreciate as you, you move on in this business. And, you know, I just knew that we had chemistry right away and, and it seemed to fit right away. But the sort of comedy side of it happened more gradually than I think people realize. Like if you watched the first couple of years of the show, it was much more straightforward than, than people remember. 
And so um, that was something that happened gradually. I give TSN a lot of credit for letting us sort of develop that over time um, because I think it happened more naturally that way. So, yeah, I think, but yeah, going back to your original question, never, t I never take the chemistry for granted. And that's not just with Dan, that's with any of the other anchors I get to work with. Um, because yeah, the opposite is uh, not only difficult for you, but for the viewer, I, I honestly feel like the viewer can, can tell, you know, I think they can just tell when, when two anchors don't have chemistry and it's the worst thing to have to watch. For sure. Tim, did you have something? To cut no, you I'm just there? thinking, uh, no, I was just thinking you guys had some chance to work with some different uh, anchors in the last little while. Uh, who, who's the one that you think it could work with if it wasn't you and, and Dan together? Well, we always, uh, well, we love all, all the, we're glitching. Um, but you know, the, we always say Rod Smith cause Rod's kind of our hero. You know, he's, he's our favorite <laughs> anchor and our favorite person in the business. He's just so talented and, and such a, such an awesome broadcaster and such a great person. So probably if one of us died, the other would beg Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I, I'm appreciating. Uh, we appreciate your time very much. I know you're busy here tonight. You're on the job. What What's a normal Sunday night? So, do you just sit around and watch the football game? Obviously, you're writing, preparing for the show. You're obviously not dressed for the show yet. So, when does that all happen? <laughs> it's the new look. Yeah, I. Uh, you You kind of nailed it. Like, I am watching the game. I am writing the show. I'm kind of doing those things at the same time. But the first thing I'll do when I get off here with you guys in a couple of minutes is I'll go get makeup because you don't want me on TV looking like this. <laughs> um, so I'll go get makeup and uh, then I'll throw a suit on. And we start to tape a lot of things ahead of time. So, um, you know, as soon as the NBA game ends, Leo Routens will, will do a quick interview with us. Um, and then we will also tape uh, some promos for the show that are running in commercial breaks before the game ends, just letting everyone know that we're coming up after the show. And then we actually rehearse, if you can believe it. We never used to, but what we rehearse <laughs> is just the chat portion of the show. And that's not so much for us, but for our crew so that they can uh, make sure they have the timing down and everything. And uh, so there's a lot of kind of pre-prep that goes into goes into getting the show to air and then we just love going live when we were doing the show during the pandemic in our homes we had to pre-tape it we couldn't go live and that's the thing i missed the most was yeah. the the just that feeling of live television that's why you know that's kind of what you crave and what you get in the business for and no matter how long you're in the business there's nothing quite like that feeling of, of being live on tv and that sort of anything can happen feeling so um so that's what we look forward to the most for sure your your Bobrovsky catchphrase, where did that start by accident? Was it just something that happened, or was that something that was kicking around the newsroom prior to, or how'd that roll out? Just thought, you know, as soon as I saw this kid playing for the Flyers, I just heard his last name, and it just sounded funny to me, and it sounded <laughs> like, I think I'd just seen the French Connection or something, and it just sounded like the sergeant in the French Connection talking to Gene Hackman and telling him he was a loose cannon, and... <laughs> Uh, just sounded like a cop name. There's nothing more to it than that. And then, I, you know, I just started to do weird sort of cop, you know, what a sergeant would say to a ne'er-do-well, out-of-control sort of, uh, you know, cop. And, yeah, people really love They still really love it. I will say that. Well, good job, TSN. I mean, Jay. <laughs> Jay. Uh, Tim, did you have anything else? Let uh, Jay get back to work here tonight. 
No, I just uh, I, one last thing, I guess. Uh, you've been obviously a successful broadcaster, podcaster, author. Uh, is there anything else yeah. you want to do? Like, what else is what's what's next in Jay Onright's tool belt here? Great question. Um, I, I, you know, I, I have I waited so long. I focused on my career for so long, and I've I've kind of done everything I wanted to do. And now, I, you know, I'm so old, and I have like little tiny kids. <laughs> So, you know, now I just want to focus on the family because, I, you know, I, you know, all my peers had their kids, you know, 10 years ago and they're just laughing at me because I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> mid 70s by the time my kid leaves the home. So actually, my wife always says our, our youngest, our one year old is so mellow. She's like, we're never getting him out of this house. Like we're going to be the parents who are going to have to screw <laughs> our kid to kick him out of the house. So long story short, I'm a family man now. So I'll take it. There's nothing wrong with that, Jay. We we could we've had a lot of people ask to, to get you and Dan on, and we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to see if we can do a longer form at some point. I know you're busy, but uh, thanks for finding time and uh, jumping on the podcast here tonight. If if you were able to drink a beer tonight with the three beer pod, what beer would you be drinking? I love it. I love the beers you were drinking. Uh, those all looked absolutely awesome. Um, lately, I've been drinking a lot of Bandit Brewery beers. A friend of uh, I think they're on Geary in Toronto. I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. Um, but, uh, I love, I love bandit. I love Ace Hill. I love all that stuff, but yeah, these bandit ones are incredible. So a friend gave me like a, a two, four, and it was all different ones, IPAs, uh, cloud pilsners, regular pilsners. And it's so funny because I said to my wife, I'm like, they are all delicious. They're all <laughs> amazing. Like I thought, okay, surely one of these I'm not going to like. And, and, but I don't drink, I will say, I don't drink as much beer as I used to because sadly, like classic tall skinny guy, I'm get, I'll get that beer belly, that the worst beer belly ever, the tall skinny guy beer belly, uh, where it's just not, it just does not look attractive in any way. So uh, so I find I have to cut back a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I'd say those are the beers I would be drinking. I wish I could be drinking with you guys. That sounds, that sounds pretty good to me. We'll have to do it another time. Jay, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll watch it tonight on uh, on Sports Center. and uh, we'll have to get you on again at some point. Thanks, Jay. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, There's Jay, Jay on TSN, and we were very, very excited to have that guy on the show tonight. Yeah. That was a good time. That was definitely on the bucket list right there of people there who go. wanted on the podcast. That's a very early photo <laughs> yeah. right there. I think, they, I think they make fun of those suits all the time. It looks like Dan got his just off the rack of <laughs> Value Village or something. It doesn't look like it's fitting. It doesn't look like it's fitting um, too, too tailored there. I feel, Timmer, like we could have talked for about another 40 minutes, but I think it would have yeah, been yeah. all just fangirl because I would have like yeah. – I have listened to every podcast of theirs since the beginning. Yeah, The, C, the CK DJ tapes of Dan – the Dan talking to the Russian bride. Um, oh just, yeah, I forgot about that. Stories, it yeah, just I went goes, back and listened uh, to all the all the ones when they were out of out of the country. They're awesome, yeah. just funny yeah. stuff. And you know what? It seems like more now they're just kind of just hanging out and chatting. They're, yeah. they're not doing a lot of bits, and they're just funny dudes, right? Like I was listening. They were talking to Jermaine Franklin last week, and I was listening yes. to that one today. That and they're was, just right. They're just shooting yeah. the shit, having a good good time, good chat, right? Like. Yeah. Just good guys. Just good guys. They they're the kind of guys you'd like to have a beer with. You yeah. know? And and I would love to and this is the problem with, with, with Jay and Dan. They work Sunday through Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturdays so they're off, and then and like we we we've tried a couple times and we've had discussions about coming on and then they were taping the show during the pandemic, so they couldn't do that. And uh 
<laughs> Jay said originally, he goes, yeah, maybe we could do like 10 one night. And I was like, nine's pushing it, bud. Like, <laughs> that would have buckled you. Before we went on tonight, you said, I usually go to bed at uh, o'clock on Sundays. Sundays, I like to turn it early. Um, I No, seriously, that was pretty exciting. I've read both the books um, with uh, Jay. There's so many things we could have talked about, but I didn't want to seem like a fan guy and just no. be uh, gushing. But uh, a lot of us have grown up with uh, those guys in the morning loop or watching, watching live, but that was pretty cool. Uh, Tim, are you got any beer buzz tonight? A beer buzz? Uh, Anything going on? Yeah, just the, the Great Lakes Brewery has a, a new beer coming out or just released, and it's called Virtual Beer, which kind of scared me for a second huh? that uh, it was going to be a beer, but it wasn't. But it actually uh, is to go along with the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. So obviously that's not happening the way that it normally does. So they released Virtual Beer uh, with proceeds going to a delivery service that employs people with disabilities. So great cause. Cool. Probably a really solid beer, even though it's called a virtual beer, because that kind of scares me. So it has to do with the marathon? You're supposed to virtually probably virtually have to do the marathon. You'd virtually drink the beer. Yeah. You'd virtually I just do the marathon the, and drink the real beer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not run if you if requirements are running a marathon, <laughs> I will not I will not be participating in the virtual beer. I have virtually run a couple marathons this year. Oh, it's like you ran a marathon. <laughs> yeah, virtually. virtually. How far have you ever run? Uh, 10k is my, my farthest distance. I, I should probably do it again, but I like the idea. I like the idea of the uh, the with the the point five k. Yes, like, we got to do one of those. What, that's what we need to organize. I think I think a lot of our listeners would be in for a point five k style run which is way better a block maybe a block and a half man. <laughs> i got a weird story timmer all right what do you got out of new mexico you've heard stories about how uh people find snakes in their toilet right like yes that's the worst this family gets up one morning and they hear a ruckus in their bathroom and well, that's odd, first of all. But then you go in the bathroom, and the husband says he thought it was a snake. And then he says, No, a pack rat or maybe a baby raccoon. What? It was crawling, it was filthy and crawling out of my toilet. It was covered in sludge or whatever what? is down in your pipes. There was a mess in the toilet and a rather yeah. large furry thing. This is from the story, okay? So, <laughs> so the hubby apparently just had a shower. <laughs> like he's just like, mm, we'll deal with that in a minute. And no concerns. What turns out is it was a squirrel that had gotten into the pipes. I don't what? even know how that would happen. And it crawled up through the toilet. I think a snake is bad enough. Like that's right. Imagine uh, sitting down on a sitting down and that's. <laughs> A sludge-covered squirrel? On possibly a day after you've had a bunch of beers? And then uh, you're like, things are going backwards. <laughs> that would be mind-blowing. Like in the early days when I was at university, if that would have happened, I would. I don't know. <laughs> here's here's what had a the, uh, the animal care officer said. When I got there, the gentleman told me that he could have sworn he saw the Loch Ness Monster coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> 
So this is the animal care officer guesses the animal had already taken a bath inside the toilet by the time he arrived because he found it clean inside the laundry basket, which is when he recognized it was a squirrel. It had quite a party and then cleaned up in the toilet bowl <laughs> that, he captured, that day. Captured it using snake tongs and then released it back into the wild. I like choked it out with the snake tongs. <laughs> Solid. Oh, my God. Reminds me of my bathroom in 640 Randolph in Windsor <laughs> during university. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if a squirrel came out of that sometime. I like Again, how the Hudson's like, it came out covered in sludge or what, whatever's in the pipes. <laughs> it's not that whatever's, hard to figure out. Whatever's down there. Whatever's down there. Not an experienced plumber there. No, I think I was just like, I'm going to have a shower. I'll deal with this later. Yeah, it's Sorry. like, hi. Uh, Something's something's in the toilet. Yeah, out he goes. We'll, we'll deal with that later. That's great. That's good. That's all I got tonight, Tibber. This is uh, a solid buddy. special. Um, we appreciate uh, Jay Onright jumping on. Yeah. It's gonna be so cool great. to. And I won't watch it tonight. I'm not gonna lie. I'll watch tomorrow in the morning. Good morning to be like, dude. Yeah. We talked to that guy prior to went on TV. We just chatted with him. Yeah, that's awesome. I was pretty pumped to talk to him tonight. Yeah. Sure. That's really that a good cool. one. Season and, three, episode episode two, right? Yeah, this is yeah. episode two, and we'll we'll still do one on Tuesday, eh? Yeah, let's get together on Tuesday, have a little chat. What what else we got to do on Tuesday? <laughs> I've got my Tuesdays booked for the next two months. All right, that's let's it on the Three Beer Pod. Timmer, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Cloudy. It was fun, dude.